What's up, y'all? Kevin Butler here, also known as Barely Millennial, and today we have Think Tank Thursday. For those of you that don't know, Think Tank Thursday is our weekly segment where we have an open table discussion based around one or two questions, or we just kind of talk and chat it up. So today, I have my, I'm blessed to have my brother George Hofstetter on with us. George, he goes to Menlo College. He's a sophomore. He's a computer programmer. He's a CEO of his own company, and he's only 19 years old. So as soon as we get my brother in here, we're going to talk it up. Hey, what's up, bro? How you been? Good, man. Cool. No, yeah, bro. My birthday's on uh, next Thursday, so. Oh, for real? What you doing? I'll probably just do like a Zoom sesh or something. Yeah, let me know. I'm there. Yeah, no, I'll send you an email for sure. For sure. Appreciate that. Basically, just a little overview of what we're doing. It's Think Tank Thursday, and this is where we have like an open discussion based around like one or two questions. And the question for today is, what is your passion? You know, I know you've done you've done a lot of stuff, George. Like you've done you've had you've had like deals, like you did that Bank of America deal, you did yeah. you did hella keynotes all over the country. Like you had your own curriculum, bro. Like you've done so much. Like how like what is your what would you say your passion is? And how would you say you found that? Like how did you get to that point where you just knew what it was, if you were at that point? Yeah. No, I definitely I feel like I've found like stuff that I'm passionate about like there's there's a lot of stuff that i'm passionate about but i would say like i'm always learning like more passions you feel me like i'm just growing and expanding um but i would say it was probably like when i was like 15 or 16 uh i was like really trying to figure out like what like like my motivation you feel me like what i'm really trying to like do and then uh, i'd already been coding for like two and a half years um and it was always fun but like i only had the hackathon like there was like two hackathons that i went to every year but that was only two times that i could like compete and be in those environments mm -hmm. so i didn't really know if like that was for me and then like once i started really doing like like holding workshops and like working with kids like specifically like youth of color that's when i was like damn like this is really it like feeling or seeing those results you know what i'm saying like let's say like you're teaching a kid for like I don't know, like three, four months. And then like you see them two years later and then they're still fucking with CS. It's like, yo, like that's impact. You feel me? That, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. That's that like uh, direct validation of like impact. Yeah, that value, like, you know, immediately that's you, you said direct validation. I felt that because you, yeah. you don't have to think about, is this valuable? Like, who is this for? Like, you know, you already know, okay, I already know they're going to have value from what I'm producing. So, yeah. Yeah, bro, can you talk about that, that process of getting to that point, like from when you first started uh, doing the workshops and then you started to come get into contact with that, that, that passion, like you started to think like, whoa, like this, how, like you started to realize how that felt to you, you know, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Yeah, bro. Like, at first, it was just, like, every single thing was, like, dope as fuck. Like, just every little experience was just, like, cool as fuck. But then it was, like, at one point, it just, like, sort of, like, happens consistently. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing, like, so much and, like, shit is just happening. And sort of it gets to a point where you're just, like, all right, like, you sort of stop, like, appreciating the little, like, successes. You know what I'm saying? Those little points of validation. Like, mm -hmm. um, like working with a kid and then, like, understanding or getting to, like, another lesson in Code Academy. Like, at first, that's hella cool to me. But then, like, after... I don't know, a few months, you're like, okay, like, it, it didn't seem as, like, uh, powerful, you know what I'm saying? It started to get kind of day-to-day. -day. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel then, that. Like, when you do that shit individually, and you appreciate it, like, at the smallest amount, like, that's for sure where you can, like, feel all that appreciation. So that's what I would say. Is, like, yeah, I feel that, bro, like, especially when 
switching from working to like big classes to like smaller classes and getting that one-on-one -on -one time with the student like, yeah you can really see the value like not just value but you can really see the passion from what the, the passion that they're feeling from what you're talking about like that like for me personally like that really gets to me too yeah yeah no when you see like kids really like open their eyes on some like oh like, mm -hmm. what is this and they're like hella interested and engaged that's what it's about man like they just get hyped for it like that's that's really yeah. why that's that's why that's part of my passion like you know you know as you know like i'm passionate about technology you know, DM, yeah. you know just generally right but i'm also passionate about teaching and you know giving back and inspiring that within the youth you know so mm. it's like seeing that like seeing that come through them is really impactful for me too you know yeah no that's fine i completely see it so I want to ask you the same question that we had asked James. I see James had joined the live. What's up, James? I want to ask you the same question that we asked him uh, last week. Um, how do you define success? You know, especially with the whole COVID-19 thing going on, with everything going on, like people are really having to sit with themselves and think about, you know, what is what does all this mean, you know, and where am I going? So in thinking about that, you know, how have you defined success for yourself in that space and time where you have to really just be by yourself, you know, in quarantine? yeah damn i would say i don't know growing up it's all, like it's always it was always like the stereotypical like materialistic like i want this like if i don't have this or if i don't have a lot then i don't have anything you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i would say like after that after you sort of get over that hump or that phase where you get like exposed to more you feel me that's when like uh that's when you're really like i don't know sort of expand you know what i'm saying that whole thought process um and then you get to a place of like oh wow success is like a state of being you know what i'm saying like it's a mentality um so like that's yeah that's what i would say but it didn't happen until like i don't even know damn near like 18. Mm -hmm. what was that yeah, moment like, like that moment of realization where you were like you know what i think i got it i would say just going to college like my freshman year of college just getting uprooted like out of oakland's diversity and getting like transplanted in like the heart of silicon valley just hella white folk you're mm -hmm. like oh fuck you know what i'm saying like it's super easy to like either lose yourself or just get so mad and frustrated at everything so it's like you really trust like your inner circle and like your decision making and like you're just off the rip judgment you know what i'm saying and it's like if you consistently fuck up then it's like obviously you're not doing the right shit like your just thought process isn't where it's supposed to be but like if you continually see yourself making good decisions and it's like manifesting into like uh achieved dreams or goals like that's that shit you know what i'm saying that's when you sort of like realize that, like success is about like um the connections you make with people and like how intimate that can get and how you can grow and like the ability to see others grow too like mm -hmm. that shit is like it's just love bro for you know real. what i'm saying just real. a real variation of it for real you can really you can really feel that shit like when you really start to grow with people and like meet people that you can really vibe with and you like you understand you have that understanding that you just by being together you're making you both of you are becoming better you know both of you are reaching that full potential that you know yeah. we're all put here to reach you know that's just that's real man for real and i and i feel the same way like so can you tell us about so you you went straight from high school to menlo right yeah so what was that like like especially in in thinking about like where what your end game goals were as you made that transition like how what was that experience yeah. like uh it was really because like definitely it was a financial decision as well as like a tech decision because it was like this is the hardest silicon valley like i know the resources are going to be there like plentiful and abundance so i was like off the show like see what's up over here the downsides it was just a small ass school like it was still a private school like, but it was just smaller so that was like intimate connections with your professors it's good 
but then it was also like, right, everyone's been to know your business because it's damn near like high school if everybody knows. Yeah. So I sort of, I sort of got that. Um, but again, like financially, like I don't pay a dime, and that's just like definitely very important to me. Like I was never trying to pay for a secondary education, like out of pocket. I don't know. It's a blessing for sure. Like it's just so out of um, the conventional element that I was in before I left. You know what I'm saying? It's like so different. Like people's behavior, administrative decisions, um, just being in like a wealthy ass city. That's it. Just exudes a different type of like um, vibes, right? Yeah, a different type of energy, bro. Like it can be so draining. Yeah. So you really got to find a way to like ground yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like stay centered. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Like, uh, but I don't know. I've had hella milestones over there too. You know what I'm saying? Like the first TEDx event that I organized mm-hmm. was in Atherton, and I got James to come speak. You feel oh, me? That was that's real life. That's big. Yeah. And then, fuck, what else happened at that school? Oh, I got into Stanford. Like, that was huge as fuck. Like, I never would see myself at that school. But then because of Menlo and then, like, the fellowship I got at the design school at Stanford, like, that all corresponded to me, like, becoming a full student. So it's like, that shit shit is different. Um, Great things, man. Yeah. Institutionalization, like, really trying to navigate that, like, that's definitely, like, exhausting as fuck. Constantly, like, second-guessing, like, am i supposed to be here you know what i'm saying but you gotta remind yourself like daily on a routine type shit like your worth your value and like what you can bring to the table because uh, when you're around folks like that like to give you like this i don't even know like um a synopsis like someone's dynamic is stanford and menlo so menlo is like why are you here you know what i'm saying like if you're of color you're like why are you here like do you have a student id um but then it'll it'll be easier to break down, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll have a conversation or some shit. <clears throat> At Stanford, it's like that, but it's like times two. So they're like they they'll like really ask to see your student ID, bro, or you're out. Like this Stanford is just like that level of like I don't know bourgeois and <laughs> for real, yeah. Stupid ass blatant racism. Like that's definitely what it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And I actually just found out a few months ago that like you know uh, Leland Stanford, the bro that like founded the university. He was like a notorious white supremacist and wrote like a whole last statement saying he never wanted students of color. Wow. Like at all. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And it makes sense as to how like it sort of like feels now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the whole dynamic and the infrastructure of the school itself is rooted yeah. at basically. Like that's pretty much what that means. Gosh. Yeah. But then you'll see like, I don't know, you beat like crazy motherfuckers too. Like some dope ass people um, that you wouldn't otherwise without that institution. So. Take your oh, blessing and a curse. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. So, what were some of the what you said you had to um kind of re re reground yourself and really like center yourself sometimes just because the environment was sort of different and you know not what you're used to. So, what were some of those ways that you like had to really like you know get centered and really you know just get comfortable with where you were at? Yeah, meditation for sure. Meditation was definitely a big ass thing. Um, yeah, bro. If it's not just, like, 10 minutes, like, 10 or 20 minutes, bro, just closing your eyes and just trying to get your mind to, like, first you just let it wander, and then you just try to let it, like, set up. That shit changes your whole day. When did you start doing meditation? Oh, shit. I don't even know. Probably, like, probably, like, March of last year. March of last year, I tried to, like, be consistent, and then I was on and off, like, out the summer. And then this year, I was a lot, I was trying to do it a lot more. Like, my roommate, like, you know, Dez. Dez mm-hmm. started doing that shit, like, really every day. Uh, yeah. And that's when I was like, all right, for sure. When I saw him, I was like, all right. A reminder to do it at one point. That's dope. He really does it every day. That's crazy. Yeah. No cap. 
Yeah, I really be trying to do that, but I just every time like I will quiet my mind for like five minutes, but then I'll immediately start thinking of stuff. But it's like it's not like it's just random stuff. Like the stuff that I was thinking about before I start meditation, it's like I start thinking about the important stuff, or I start coming up with new ideas, and it'd be like, okay, you know, even just those few minutes of just quiet peace of mind really help to get the get my mind going in the right direction. You know? Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, that's what I would say, bro. Drawing too. Oh yeah, drawing is dope. Yeah, lucky flow. Yeah. So your what degree are you trying to get right now? So since I transferred, I'll be the uh, science, technology, and society program. Mm -hmm. uh, still business, uh, major of business, and then entrepreneurship, and then a minor in CS. Oh, that's how we do. So you getting all three of them? Like, um, but just in one, like regular bachelor's degree. Bro, so what's your what's your what's your path right now? So. Oh, what school? What school year are you in right now? Sophomore, like oh. at the end of my sophomore year. So you got two more years. Yep. So, um, but right now, like I came into college with uh, credits already because I took like concurrent enrollment classes and shit in high school. So, uh, I was on track to graduate a semester early. So, but in the fall, I decided to take a semester off. Nice, nice. So the semester off, I'm gonna be focusing on the business like full time, and then see like what's gonna come from that, see how far I can get it, um, in those six months, and then go back to school. But, and then that's when I start a uh, spring quarter. So. Nice. So what do you Oh, but but then, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm really trying to decide, too, if I go spring quarter or if I just go the next year, bro. Because, mm -hmm. uh, or next summer. I don't know. But I, I just applied to uh, take a few courses at Oxford and Cambridge, bro. And oh, word. I had an admissions interview last Monday, and I got in. So oh, I congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So I'm taking innovation and tech technology at the University of Cambridge. And then um, Damn, bro. sociology and anthropology at Oxford. And then business entrepreneurship. Damn, bro! <laughs> all over the place, crazy, bro. everything, bro. That's crazy. Hella trying to go back to that and see what's up. That's hella though. You gotta let me know how those classes are because I'm trying to see what's yeah. on guard. Yeah, for sure, will. So, so now that you got you, you do what you're taking all these classes and you got your degree set. What What do you think comes next? Like, I know that's a big question, and I always feel bad for asking people that, but I'm always just so curious. Like, yeah, no, nah, it's important. Know? Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Bro, honestly, bro, I don't even know. Like, my life's been kind of, like, crazy since, like, 17. Just been some, like, weird, like, crazy shit. So, like, I don't, <clears throat> I sort of just, like, expect good shit to come. Or, like, I manifest the best. Try to, like, appreciate uh, the little things, like I said, more. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Because Cambridge and, like, Cambridge and uh, Oxford, that'll be, like, next summer. That's either next summer or spring quarter. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, I could fuck with that. But then I don't know, bro. But I'm officially about to go because I'll be there for I'll be there for eight weeks. That start. When does that start? Um, it's so they didn't release the dates if I defer, but it would be June eighth this year to August eighth. Dope, bro. That's hella dope. So, and going back to um, your passions. Mm -hmm. So and um and the milestones we talked about we talked about your um that contract that you had we talked about your curriculum that you made and sold so I'm wondering how do you do you feel like or how do you feel like those milestones are in alignment with or contribute to your passion because you definitely did if you you wouldn't have done it if you did if it wasn't if you weren't passionate about it right yeah, exactly. so yeah. it's like how how would you like can you tell us a little bit about how that passion manifested into those milestones do you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, it sort of came along with it, you feel me? Like, me just going to, like, the first hackathon and then, like, just really getting, like, or expressing, like, the emotions that came along with, like, making Cop Stop or, like, Connect the Dots, like, 
when you first do that, you're sort of just thinking like impact, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, like you got third place or like you get an internship and it's just like, oh shit, like this was received really well. You know what I'm saying? So you sort of just practice the output more. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of get like, sort of get, or practice the input rather. And then you get like a really, really good output. You know what I'm saying? So what was that? What was that practice like? Like when you were practicing the input, like what was that? Uh, what was that like internally for you? Oh, um, damn really like i don't i don't even know it was a mix of like learning how to code like teaching myself how to code and then um trying to apply that to like social interaction you know what i'm saying like trying to figure out how my life can align with just regular tech and then like social interaction like how can i like better the lives of the folks around me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's that was like tough because like how the fuck do you do that you know what i'm saying for, for real man that's because that's not that's not an ordinary thing like trying to figure out how you can make someone's life better with technology like that's like we do i know we do that a lot like that's like all we do you know from hidden genius and you know all this stuff yeah exactly doing. but like outside of that like that's really not a normal thing yeah exactly so it's like you got to balance that for sure and then remember that like you have to value that too because mm-hmm. if you don't value it yourself then the people you're trying to give it to they're gonna know like they, they can pick up on that pretty easily mm-hmm. exactly so how did how would how what was it like making that connection like for yourself, like, okay, how can I use, like the technology that I use like regularly, how can I apply that to somebody else's life and use it to help somebody else? Like, what was that, 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 that mentality? When you try to create that mentality for yourself, right? Like, what was that? Yeah. Um, it was really just a reflection of like the folks around me. Like when I was at those hackathons, bro, I was just learning. I was just like soaking up game from like all the developers, bro, and like programmers, like everybody's a coder. So it was like, you already feel comfortable. And then these folks were like, really like spitting game on like, not only how to code, but then like how it applies to like real life situations. And then you're like, okay, that's how I need to learn how to think. So then you start like reframing that shit for yourself. Um, and then however it's like comfortable with like whatever new model devices you need to create, like, you'll get to a place where like that, that's a thought process that you can hop in and out of. That's dope, bro. That's dope. So did, did you have any like personal experiences that really defined that for you or was it like an overall kind of thing? Um, I would say it's just sort of the direct validation that came from like producing. So like after I made connected dots with some of my teammates um, from the first hackathon in like 2014, mm-hmm. uh, that like KQED had followed me around for like three days at school and then like at home and then like at like a karate practice or some shit. And it was just like, whoa, like that was received really well for like Brad to want to come do some shit like that. And then like Comstock was like, yo, like this is hella impact. Like kids are saying they wanted to download like police departments are asking like yo how can we use this like better relations and it's like hella folks are asking me to come speak now it was like yo like i must be doing some type of shit right so that's sort of the that like result is what like fuels the input like i was saying earlier you know sort of like trying to refine that for real that's dope bro so the m so you you said you you talked about how like the results from what you did kind of fueled you to like enabled you to do more right basically Mm -hmm. So going back to like the very beginning, like when you first came up with Cop Stop and you first came up yeah. with your curriculum, like what was that process like? Like how was that for you? Mm. For for Cop Stop, mm-hmm. um, I was at the hack farm and I had no idea what I was trying to create. Like I was, it was literally like pitch night, like damn near thirty minutes before we have to go on, and I'm just like, bro, I don't even know. And I really get to thinking. And then um, 
I was like, what the fuck am I going to do, bro? Like, what is just an issue? And I just could not stop thinking about, like, Trayvon. I could not stop thinking about uh, uh, that boy, uh, Davon, uh, Davon Ellis. And I was just like, damn, like, what's something that I could, like, try and, uh, try and do, like, to feel, like, a little more powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then somebody had had the idea of, like, the Citizen app. You know, the Citizen app where it's, like, you can, like, notify people um, when there's some shit going on in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It was some shit like that. Um, they and at first we called it um, what was it called? Fucking oh, red and blue. We called it red and blue because we didn't have like a name for it. So it was just like a notification app, red and blue. And then we we're like, how can we do it? Like, like what are we really trying to make? You know what I'm saying? And after we peeled those like layers of the onion back, we we're like, we want to figure out how we can educate folks on how to behave around law enforcement. We want to make sure they know their rights as an American citizen, and then we want to make sure that they feel like a certain level of anxiety getting lifted when they use the app. And those were like the three things that like pushed to make cop stop what it was or what it is. That's hella dope, bro. Like you really narrowed down the value of what you were creating. Like that's that's just hella dope. Yeah, thank you. So you you built that with the um people that you were working with in the hackathon or like who was on your team? The first prototype, yeah. The first prototype we made it at the hackathon with probably a group of two developers, one graphic designer, and then me and another youth. Uh, and then the prototype didn't like go to the app store or anything. It was just something that we could play around on our phones with uh, in Swift. And then um, maybe three, no, two years after that, that's when I had to I had to code it from scratch because I haven't touched it in so long. Uh, I had to recode it and then put it in Swift and then get it into the app store. So going back to the original question of your passions, right? Mm-hmm. So we've talked about how you're passionate about like educating and like really getting the youth inspired and like really seeing that fire like well up within them. Yeah. What comes next? So like, what comes next? Like what, what's, what's new for you? Like, what do you feel like, especially with the quarantine and stuff going on, like, you know, you've been working on or thinking about, or like, you know, what's, what's new? Um, first, like going to the UK, like that was really something I was really focused on. Like I was really trying to do that in some capacity. So then when I applied, I was like the show, like, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that I could check that off my list now. And then I was really thinking about, like, just infrastructure in general. Like, you see how, like, everything sort of, like, it sh- like shined a light on, like, how much bullshit is going on and, like, how much, like, fragile our system, like, yeah. our healthcare system was whack as fuck. And Man, for real. How, yeah, just there's a, just a lot of systems that are just crooked the way that they're structured. And it's, like, super disproportionate. And just now, like, since it's everyone's getting affected by it, like, now it's being brought to light. Um, and I would say I'm really focusing on the technological aspect of that, like how tech is going to be able to sustain or maintain like a new system. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a huge influx uh, for programmers right now. You know what I'm saying? Like anyone that has to do with tech, like you're sort of called to the front lines right now to either be a creator or to be a worker. Um, you're doing something. Because everything's online. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And they're looking at you. So it's like you got to figure out how you can either work for somebody or generate your own income uh, and that's what i'm doing right now so yeah i'm about to uh there's a fellowship that somebody just posted or had bcc'd me on an email so i'm about to do that and it's super simple like bro was asking for like a javascript react native um and html and css as like essential skills mm-hmm. and then that was it and you're building like um something to do with a web application that's dope well, is there any any last minute thoughts? Any last minute things you can say before we call it? Uh, no, those are really good questions, bro. Those are really well thought out questions. I don't know. I would just say, like, bro, like, going back to like what motivates 
what motivates everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Like really seeing that like light bulb moment, bro. And like a kid's eyes, that's like, oh, I can achieve anything because Man. bro that looks like me has achieved something. That's just so heavy, bro. Man. Like you seen um you seen that boy Michael, that little boy Michael, uh that <laughs> made a, Yeah, that made the poster. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I was just so like I was just not expecting that shit. Man, I was like the show, bro. You know what I'm saying? That motivated me for hella long after that. I feel it, bro. Especially like when you see like so you I don't know if you've done any of the um intern not internships, uh like taught any of the classes at like West Oakland Youth Center or Yeah, um, I just went at yeah. West Oakland and the E Yeah, yeah. So especially like doing classes like that. Like I did one with uh West Oakland Youth Center. And yes. you really, you can really tell like that those kids come from a really rough background and you can tell mm-hmm. like they don't really have people around in their lives that are like telling them that, yo, you could do anything. Like you are, you are so smart, so intelligent, so beautiful. You could do anything that you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Because when you tell them that they're shocked, like they're surprised. They're like, what? Like what? For real? I could do anything? And it's like, yo, that really, that really breaks my heart. That That's really where we're at. But that's why we got to just put in this work. You know, that's why we really got to. Okay. Set, set the bar, set the standard, and let them know that you really can. Like, if I can do it, you definitely can do it. You know, you're younger than me. You go, you got way more time, and you got I mean, way more resources. Like, bro, like that's what I say every time. Like, if the kids, like, bro, like, like, can you give me any type of advice? I'm just like, bro. All I'm trying to say is, like, I'm making the blueprint so you can be ten times better than me. Exactly. So, like, take this as validation that you can just surpass the fuck out of me. Exactly. We make it. We trying to make it easier for you. We doing the hard work so you don't have to. Like, no, exactly. Exactly, because that's really because that's like what our you know pretty much what our parents did for us was like, and it's that's part of the the generational wealth that I like that I always be talking about. You know, really trying to yeah. set it up so that everybody that everybody's helping the next generation, like everybody's setting it up for the next person, and it's just a cycle of growth and just greatness. You know, yeah. Facts. Thank you, bro. Good ass questions. That was solid. That was a solid ass conversation. No, huh? I said I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate yeah. your time. You know. No stress, bro. So, and we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about that. Uh, oh, bro, honestly, bro, just tap in because I'm really interested in that. Like, I'll damn near, like, I'll just make time to talk. Like, that <laughs> sounds crazy. It's good. All right, brother. All, All right, bro. You take it easy. Have a good night. Yeah. Bro, uh, damn, I don't, I don't know with this account, like, what I can say or what I can't say. Can we talk about psychedelics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to talk about that offline, but it was yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Cause that's, <laughs> yeah, that's dope, bro.